Resonant Truth presents Natural Time, Mayan Astrology for a Modern Age. I'm Lisa Starr. I was raised in the faith of the Mayan sacred calendars. These ancient cycles have been resurrected for a modern audience and called Natural Time, in part because our year of uneven month lengths is, by comparison, really unnatural. I am not here to lead any kind of revolt against the Gregorian calendar, but I do want to bring the Mayan alternative to light and want you to know about Mayan astrology, where the passage of time and your birthday within it has deep mystical and magical significance according to indigenous spirituality. I am passionate, I am transparent, and I am emotionally available, if not volatile. And that's because I'm a blue overtone storm. You can find out what you are at Resonant Truth. Today on the Zolkin Count is called Blue Planetary Eagle, and it is the 10th day of the White World Bridger Wave Spell. And it is the Magnetic Moon Day 8. I have been AWOL. I have been unwell. I have been feeling like the white world bridger wave spell was a total suckage of life force and mental wellness and that's why I just couldn't overcome my personal resistances and internal strife to uh, say anything aloud the white world bridger wave spell was overshadowed by our transit into the new Mayan year and we're in we're in it we're in the eighth day of the magnetic moon the first moon of the year and so we've had a lot of experience of change from the completion of the yellow electric seed year and starting this red self-existing moon year so that overshadowed my predictions or at least my alert that I try to issue about the white world bridger wave spell and this section of the Zolkin. So I feel like every listener is probably seasoned enough to understand that I am always covering two calendars and there are two primary calendars we follow in natural time coming out of Jose Arguelles' teaching one is the year that begins July 26, which is fresh for us and is 13 months or moons of 28 days each. And then the other is the 262 days Olkin, which is basically replicating the gestation process uh, approximately nine months long. And that is not beginning right now. It doesn't synchronize and start at the same time as the new Mayan year. And that's because it's not a year long in its duration. It's 260 days. So it just intersects. The two calendars fit together like one is just a smaller cycle within a larger cycle. And they just endlessly interplay. And it is the part of the Zolkin that is, I would say, the hardest work or the most demanding and I'll explain that so there are 20 wave spells in the Zolkin of 13 days each that's how we get 260 and each of the wave spells 
represents one of the 20 tribes that has the characteristics that is the basis for our astrological self-understanding here. So everyone gets a 13-day wave spell to reflect their tribe of origin, their birthday. And we get to experience each tribe for 13 days in a depth that allows us to really understand the experience so that we can understand people around us and vice versa. So currently in the White World Bridger Wave Spell, we are learning about death, but it is situated in the Zolkin in this series of tribes that are uh, that surface and are celebrated for 13 days, experienced for 13 days. It is the first of five pretty intense wave spells. You could add the Red Skywalker wave spell that came before, and just depending on your experience of it, I felt really mishandled between the Red Skywalker wave spell and the White World Bridger beginning. I wasn't myself. I had not prepared myself. And that is partly because the Red Skywalker wave spell was really mostly positive. It's a time of being out of body, skywalking. And so the disconnect for me was I had been so out of body and not in necessarily kind of invested in my physicality because I was living this sort of ether life for 13 days, that dropping into White World Bridger, which I think is pretty embodied. Uh, it's about sort of discovering what part of you isn't really at full life force. That was shocking to me. <laughs> um, sort of shattering. So, but let me get back to my original like description of this passage in the Zulkin, and then we'll get deeper into the White World Bridger. Um, moment in time it the wave spells are in this part red skywalker white world bridger blue storm yellow human and then red serpent and white mirror and then blue monkey and yellow seed i describe the i guess really the wave spells that both move against human beings kind of preferred state of ease as well as being in the part of the Zulkin where we're supposed to kind of dig into, I guess, our karma. If, if growing and evolving is about kind of unchaining ourselves from negative um, patterning, which can come, I think karma for me is like, well, you're born with a certain karma that you have to work out in a lifetime, or you kind of earn karma by how your personality um, creates conflict or peace uh, as you move through this lifetime. So to kind of undo tangles that we are born with or that we have created by our behaviors, we have to have passages, at least in this teaching, within the Zulkin that get us into places of um, confrontation with self and in relationships with others so that we can, um, yeah, shed layers that are obfuscating in ourselves and our psyches and also surrender 
to a flow rather than being in our own ego trying to control our lives or others. Like that is, to me, those are the two basic concepts of what I am trying, not trying, willing to um, confront and evolve through here. So the Red Skywalker wave spell is kind of a gateway, which is interesting, right? Because I consider some of those looser psychedelic um, experiences that are normalized in our culture that Red Skywalker also represents, like plant spirit medicine, anything from marijuana to, you know, edible mushroom experiences. And you can add chemicals like LSD if you want, but just tripping when you're tripping it's very red skywalker and you know that's sort of the gateway that can take you into much darker um drug and hallucinogenic experiences so i feel like red skywalker can be kind of um the first step on a really dark walk or red skywalker can be this like kind of vacation from your body before you have to reckon with what our body holds stores and memories and you know paint the pain body anyway white world bridger is a wave spell about death and it's followed by blue storm which is a wave spell about upheaval and then yell human which is a wave spell about the human um, structure of of will and willfulness, free will versus being in harmony with a larger force around us. And then Red Serpent, the wave spell, which is about survival and the identification within us of being reptilian or in base instinct rather than higher mind. And then finally, White Mirror is the wave spell that's very select to the Maya and their history, but because it's about human sacrifice. But of course we know that there are ways to feel sacrificial um, humility in all cultures, even if it's not about modeling the death, the murder uh, of a human in, in order to appease or please the gods. So we walk through five wave spells that have really big warning signs against ease, against calm and equanimity and relaxation because there's nothing vacation-y about any of the wave spells that I've identified. There can be, of course, moments of beauty and even inclinations towards, you know, dynamic um, positivity in each each of the wave spells. They're not just blackness, dark pits of confrontative hell at all. But nonetheless, they they lean against the human personality's desires for uh, ease and peace. And so it is a time of challenge. That's just how I experience it. So again, in the White World Bridger wave spell, the challenge is accepting death and that can be accepting the death of someone you love like as an emblem it can be death outside you loss for you of connection to something that disappears 
but it can also be observing in our own realities, including our bodies, but our minds, our hearts, the understanding of our own future death, which is about being mortal and not immortal and and confronting pain in our body or difficulty challenge in our bodies because our bodies are moving towards you know the final breakdown i'm 53 so i feel it more than someone who's 25 but i feel it less than someone who's 75 potentially so just wherever we are on the spectrum of growing old we might in this time have more awareness of our own future death than at other points in the Zulkin. And certainly it's a process because I began uh, discussing, I guess, studying and discussing the Zulkin when I was 30. And so when I was 30, the White World Bridger Wavespell wasn't, I, I wasn't considering my own death in the, in the stream of death in all likelihood in the, in the White World Bridger time and now more so. Um, White World Bridger, uh, I've noticed that there's also the, just the mood and sent sensibility of death that can occupy, again, the psyche, which is, I, I think, just spoken, intelligent part of our heart where memories are stored and there are memories of pain and there are memories of deep, deep attachment and connection. And the psyche kind of creates stories around that, you know, very basic impulse in our hearts of love and and reviling love or being so hurt by love that we're shut off and we have expressions of hate. Like living through the white world bridge or wave spell for me has been the, you know, shutting down my heart, not wanting to, but just being like, yeah, I, I just don't feel it. There's not life force within my heart, which would be like the amplification of love. Instead, there's a lot of like desolation or a sense of, um, you know, hopelessness around love and connection. So it's just been sucky, really, really not enjoyable. Uh, the only aspects that are specific to White World Bridger that I've enjoyed are, you know, the education of it and the intellectual growth of self-understanding. Like, oh, I see what I just told you is something I didn't know at the outset. Uh, that, that my heart, two things, that my heart has a language. The, the basic feeling of being, in, let's say, in love or loving is a, a fiery excitement that runs around our heart chakra slash our heart organ. And... Uh, being cut off from love can feel like this sort of icing over and frozen state of our heart chakra slash organ. And, you know, clearly anything that's not about um, the vitality of our heart feels like dying because our heart organ is the center of our actual living biology. So, uh, just, I don't know where I was even starting with this thread, but it's just like the, the intellectual knowledge, uh, that I hold currently from this wave spell is what I explained about. Okay. So the heart is sort of an on off or, you know, it has temperatures, but it doesn't necessarily have a voice, 
but our psyche, which is, I guess, let's just talk about how we dream or how we're psychic and what we remember. I mean, all my memories, I consider it part of my psyche because they are memories of how I loved and lost or loved and received. And um, there's a whole story about my life history and suffering and um, times of, of bliss and everything in between that I can narrate from this sort of more structured psyche that is different than my basic instinctual loving heart. So white world will just help me understand. And I'm not going to go on this, this kind of like a terror or rant. I think it's getting kind of heady and heartless in itself, which is a part of what I'm struggling with in this time. But uh, nonetheless, I think you get it. Like just what it feels like to not be alive is to feel disconnected from some qualities of loving. Now, on the other hand, I think White World Bridger is an amazing time to connect to those who have passed and we love them and they're deceased. So it's almost like we join the death, uh, you know, the force of death and the place of death, the space of death where we can find dead people but uh, and we can feel love towards them and our heart can soar with love for those who are deceased but it's as if because we've joined them we've crossed into the underworld and uh, so if you were to hang out with me in this everyday earth world now I might feel really cut off to you but I'm really connected right now to say my grandmother who died you know decades ago and uh Yeah, that's just an example of how you can feel alive, but alive to an afterlife experience that is the crossing of the world bridge. World bridge or way spells almost over. I have a lot of sympathy right now because I have four yellow warrior people in my immediate surround. I have two neighbors, one on each side that is that are yellow warriors. I have um, a, a woman that I'm super close to on an energy level in particular who's a yellow warrior and I also have a dating scenario with a yellow warrior and I feel guilty that I follow the Mayan calendar when I'm around them right now because I either hold the secret that it's their antipode time or I hold the knowledge and I have to kind of hold their hand and be like well it's just it's a hard time for you but it's going to be it's going to be over really soon um and even being some of the hard time, you know, like I feel challenging to a yellow warrior right now because my natural understanding is that this is the time of their challenge and what will rise up right now is what will balance them, but that doesn't mean it's comfortable for them. And that might be true of you if you're a yellow warrior listening, or it might be true of you in the next wave spell. Uh, you know, we just look at the antipode relationships pretty closely here. It's it's a big focus of mine. Speaking of which, um, just know that I am also colored uh, both as someone who's speaking of her experience as well as someone who is speaking to yours as the antipode property of our new Mayan year, which started on July 26th. Red self-existing moon 
is the theme of the year and I am a blue storm and I'm opposite that. So I felt it already, a certain discomfort. And I'm I'm pretty acclimated to my antipode. Like that's my argument here is you need to get acclimated to your antipode by fully investing in its uh, splendor, you know, finding your way into it being a strength be challenged is to be invited to grow and to grow is to invite balance and 